What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of At Large Bid, brought to you by the 48MinutesNetwork.com, our college basketball Friday spectacular show that we get you ready for the weekend in college basketball. Tim Daniel, as always, with Ryan Luster. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So we, we, we have a game to talk about today. <laughs> That's what we ended up talking about. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be our whole show just about. You think? Yeah, just a bit. Well, there's a lot to talk about, though. Yeah, but there's one game to talk about. <laughs> So, get our thoughts on the Champions Classic this week. Also, our thoughts on some other stuff around the college of basketball we've been highlighting for the past couple weeks. Really fun. Really excited to get ready for this show. But first, our boys at State Champs. Sorry, YouTube. When it all began, was it time that we asked for? Or was it anything to feel complete forevermore? I want to see myself like I used to back then. But every time I turn around, I'm in L.A. again Don't take this for granted, that's not how we get it, I know We're tearing these pages before we get to watch it unfold Alright Ryan, so, um, the Champions Classic happened That it did Yes, and Full force Yes, so Let's just really quick, because I know the game everyone's going to want to talk about. Let's just touch real quick on Kansas-Michigan State first. Mm-hmm. So Kansas won. It was never in doubt. Never in doubt. Um, Tom Izzo still emphasizes playing Nick Ward. <laughs> Azubuki's an animal. Yes, he's still really good. Very good. Gerald Vick, still awesome. I think we kind of called this. Yeah, we did. Except for, what do we say, 12 was like our prediction? Yours, yeah, I said 20. But like, they, I mean, obviously, they took the foot off the gas pedal at the end, and Michigan State made a run there at the last bit, but... They well, had control. Yeah. They had control, full yeah. control. They knew. They knew. Yeah. They, they, they stopped when they did, so... Impressed with Kansas? Just... Kind of what you expected? Kind of what we expected. Yeah, same. Nothing nothing crazy. Um, I think we know who's number one in the nation. Yeah, we're getting there. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but we have to talk about the other one before we, you know, we have yeah, to. Yeah, no, for yes. sure. Yes. Um, Underwhelming, honestly. Yeah. Are you worried about Michigan State? I've never been a big fan of Michigan State, so I, I expected. Yeah. Expected. I kind of expect them to play better. I mean, I you know do. what we yeah. said. Oh yeah, for but sure. <clears throat> I thought with the game, you know, with that kind of a that caliber of a game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never thought they were the tenth team in the country. No, I, I really didn't. But I thought that they would kind of. Izzo has a way for those big games to make they get the most of his players. Absolutely, you it, expected more. Yes, I totally expected more. Especially from an Izzo from Michigan State team. You know, they're usually pretty consistent, tough, but. Underwhelmed. Yeah, I was I, I was not blown away by their performance. And I know they made it close at the end, but like we said, that was kind of Kansas just being like Okay. Whatever. Yeah. So <clears throat> I um I'd still am excited to see what else Kansas does. Oh yeah. As long as Azabuki is on a college basketball court, you have my attention. Oh yeah. He's and an animal. Probably on a pro basketball court too. <laughs> you know, like, well, same, does, I guess him and Embiid have a pretty good relationship. Yeah, so. I saw uh, Kyle said Embiid was like dapping up everybody in the Kansas section after the game. Oh yeah, just front court, just chilling. Yeah, doing his thing. He um, what's what's this thing he says? He owns real estate in people's brain. He owns real estate there. Yeah, as uh, Kyle will put it on our Twitter <laughs> account at forty eight minutes ntwrk. If you want to give that a quick follow, follow, follow. <laughs> So, <clears throat> I guess while we're in the tune of singing and we're talking about games last night, 
Should we play that Monstar theme song from Space Jam? Well, you know that hit 'em high, hit 'em high. Yeah, hit em. yeah, that would work. Because um, the Monstars of college basketball talked to court last night. Oh my gosh! And they were in blue and white, <laughs> and they weren't Kentucky. They were not, not Kentucky. So we probably saw the most impressive group of freshmen we've seen. I would say ever. Yeah, I'm. I like I talked to you earlier. Jalen was throwing a little shade, but he's got to be biased. Yeah, and he's got to be. I still kind of really like lean towards that Anthony Davis group, but even Man, then, this team, these three, four, four for sure. Yeah, but I mean the three I have my eyes on. Yes, obviously the, obviously the Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, and Cam Reddish. Oh my god! So those four, counting Jones, outscored Kentucky by themselves last night. And efficient yes extremely efficient there wasn't one thing they did last night that did not impress me no there wasn't like i mean they checked everything off defense yeah i i mean and see this is crazy is this is what i was watching when i was doing my film session yes i'm looking yes they're playing less caliber teams um in canada but i'm looking at the tenacity that they had i'm looking at one so here's my biggest my biggest takeaway from that game that I haven't seen in a very long time, I feel like, is from the star player to the bench player. Yeah. The chemistry mm-hmm. is absolutely unreal. Yeah. Um, Mark Titus kind of made a point on his show that he's like, this is the first time that we've seen a bunch of guys like this, this young mm-hmm. and this talented that enjoyed playing together. But we said that. And day one wanted to play defense. Yeah. Because last year we know Duke did not play defense. No, they want to – they literally – like there was a, there was a video I – I retweeted it on my my Twitter, but the way R.J. Barrett was ready for this game is scary. Yes. Um, obviously, being the Kobe guy that I am, that that almost like psychotic mentality, yes. he has that. Yeah. He has this crazy knack to just want to destroy people, and it's amazing. Oh, my God, it is. And, it's, it, and it plays so well. They are so hyped up. Like, um, the announcer was like, they – are going to hurt each other, chest bumping each other. Yeah, because I know a lot of people were kind of talking that it like, looked like Zion was nervous when the game started. And, like, not in the nervous, like, oh, my God, am I going to play well, but the nervous, like, he was so pumped mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, you know, he comes out and he hits a three. So, yes, that answers question one. There's one. It was one three. Let's, okay. let's, let's, let's relax. Because, um, again, he doesn't need to do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, we kind of see, um, you know, he gets to the rim like no other. Like no other. And then he plays has... defense. Yes, he plays really good defense. I mean, there was like four or five plays. You know, you and I just went back and watched from the film, and mm-hmm. we're just blown away. There's the friggin' the swat of Nick Richards, where it's a swat slash steal out of his hand. Disrespectful. Yes, it has that insane bounce pass. Yeah. Um, and then there was... On the fast break, he gets that pass from um, Jack White mm-hmm. and jumps from the free throw line. Two feet. Two feet. With authority. Yes. Like <laughs> They were like, he's going to break a backboard this year. Yes. <laughs> Which Northern has the kid, Adrian Nelson, Northern Kentucky does, that was on SportsCenter last year for breaking a rim uh-huh. with a dunk in a high school game. He That's plays for Northern Kentucky. Nice. Yeah. Maybe we'll see one this year. I hope so. <laughs> I don't know what would happen if you were at a game and that happened. I, you would have, it would just be, it would be like when they did originally <laughs> shatter the backboard. Yeah. Um, hashtag Jordan ones. Um... <laughs> But going back to Duke, it's just, it's not, so how do I put this? Last night, 
I felt like there were times when they were just up so much that Coach K was trying to stop the stop the fight. Absolutely. Like, he was trying to full-on, like, Rocky Four throwing the damn towel, this fight's over. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't. No. He's like, we'll put our bench guys in. These guys aren't as talented as the other guys. Ghost, They're hitting threes. Goes three for three for... <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, what is going on? When also, it's clicking, though, it's clicking. Yes. Like, you when know. you're hot, you're hot. And they were definitely... They were on fire. Oh, my God. It was insane. It was impressive. It was so impressive. So impressive. So, to put this in context, you're a diehard North Carolina fan. I can't help it. You can't say a bad thing about them. Like I told you earlier, I I mean, it's almost like you want to watch and see how good they are until they play North Carolina or your team. Yeah. I think it's literally, everyone's going to tune in until it's their team. I double-checked to make sure Xavier wasn't on the schedule. (laughs) So, yeah. I I know Northern's not. they're They're just so good. I know when they play Notre Dame this year, I'm like, mm. yeah, I w- twice I think. And it, I mean, like we talked to, they play in the ACC. Anything's really possible. Yeah, if they played in the Big Ten, if mm-hmm. they played in the Big East, I mean, They'd run it the anywhere but the ACC. I would think that they could they had a chance to go undefeated. So this would be cool. This is a good question. What do you think, or what team do you think is going to challenge them the most? Carolina's going to, if Carolina In conference? Gets their, yes. If Carolina can get together, we have a lot of turnovers and their defense is going to be trouble for us. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but the one team who I think is going to give them a lot of trouble, and they typically do when there's a good team like this who's super athletic, Virginia. Okay, I thought Virginia. I also thought Syracuse at the Carrier Dome. Yeah. That zone that Bayhine loves to run. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, that defense pushes and pushes and pushes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think if I put money on it, I would take Duke by 10, but. For sure. It's just one, of, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be one of those games where the right calls are being made, you know, defense is something. And, and Duke's going to have to have an off night. Yeah. But I don't see them having an off night. I know. I mean, they're going to lose. I just don't know who they lose to. And I was talking about this with my boss today because he goes, do you really think they'll lose a game this year? And I said, yeah, they have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think – I think after the infamous 2015 Kentucky team, right. I think you got to throw a game. Right. Because if you lose – if you Just go undefeated, you lose in the Final Four. Unless you feel like you're playing that good. Yes. You know, I, I kind of feel like that Kentucky team, everybody kind of had a feeling. Yes. You know? But this team, obviously it's the first game. Right. We are totally overreacting to game one. And I, but we've ne- but we're not overreacting. This was not we? this. Carolina played Wolford. Okay. Yes. This was not Wolford. This Xavier was, played IUPUI. This is Kentucky. Right. Like, I mean, I'm not a fan of Kentucky, but I felt None. bad for them. Yeah, because I don't think they played terrible. I think they could have made more shots. Like I told you, I think you, their free throws were atrocious. Duke played. <laughs> we all know that. Mm-hmm. But Duke played so good that I told you I don't. It, they played so good that Kentucky didn't even look like a top 10 team. I was talking to Taylor during the game, Bergfeld, who used to work for us on Court Stormers back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he goes, they just look so scared. They did. And they did. They did. Like, they had a little run. <laughs> for like first I mean, it was, 11 to, it was 11 to 8 at one point. And then just literally from there. And then the next thing I know, I look up, it's 32 to 11. I go, holy shit, what happened? It they're just good. And, you know, I being a Carolina fan, obviously I hate Coach K, but I have to give that man so much respect. But he's so good. He is an unbelievable coach. And, the, I mean, it's just an attribute to him and the kids, too. You know, the kids are just, they're selfless. And you don't get that with superstars. And they're, no. they're mega stars. Yeah. 
And, you know, I don't know. I mean, if they continue to play, what's the cliche, shitty, stupid thing people say here? If they continue to play as a team, I mean, I don't see anyone no, getting their way. There's no egos on that team. Dude, it's not even fair. So kind of just looking through the stat sheet from last night. Uh, we talked about R.J. Barrett, 33 points. Zion, 28 points. Cam Reddish, 22 points. 22 points with ease at that. He's so smooth. Yes. And then, I mean, look at look at the bench. Alex O'Connell, 9 points. Right. Uh, Jack White, 9 points and 11 rebounds. Yeah, I thought he was going to get a double-double. Yeah, and Trey Jones, who only had 6 points, but had 7 assists. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, literally, Trey Jones took 7 shots last night. He was impressive. Yeah. He, he, he maintains the ball really well. Zion Williamson was 11 of 13 from the floor. It's not bad. No. I think that's really good. I think if you shoot that, you're going to probably win a lot of games. Yeah, you have a good chance. And the crazy thing is they got in a lot of foul trouble. Yeah. They had... We called it. They had four guys with four fouls last night. Yeah, we called it. Like Marcus Bolden was in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. So was the... What was the Cam Reddish. The the, the floors... What's the number 12? Uh, DeLaurier? DeLaurier, yeah. Well, yeah. It sounds... Javen... Javen? Or is it Javen? We'll go with Javin. Yeah, DeLaurier, who had only three rebounds. Right. Um, dude, it was like everything Duke did last night worked. It's one of those nights where just everything clicked. Mm-hmm. And another thing Titus pointed on the One Shining podcast that I really appreciated, um, I do this new thing where if I use points from your show, I cite you. It's, right. It's, I think it's a good idea. That's not a bad one. Yeah, I think it's respectful. <laughs> he said that because they were in media credentialed last night there, and he said he went down to the court during uh, warm-ups to see how, how big Zion was in person. And he said when they ran on the court, they were getting booed. And they looked at each other and said, hell yeah, we fucking love this. <laughs> yeah. And that makes me like them even more. I, man, they're just so... So I'm looking at this too. The biggest thing that steps, like, stands out to me, they had 22 assists. Guess how many turn, turnovers? Like 10? Four. <laughs> that's efficient. I mean, that's with four freshmen. That's insane. That's and and like you said, they were in foul trouble. They actually, yeah, they were in foul. that's crazy, man. And I'm looking at their non-conference right now, and obviously, you know, Army. We know, you know, Army, East East Michigan, San Diego State. Yeah, but I am really looking forward to it. And I'm sure they're going to destroy them, but I'm still excited about that game, November 27th, when they play Indiana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Romeo going against Romeo? that team. Ooh, he's going to have to. Yes, he better not be hurt. College basketball gods, if you're listening to the show, please do not make sure Romeo Langford plays in that game. I like him, man. He, I think he had a good showing. Yeah, I think he did too. So, okay, let me just kind of just go through this Duke real quick. We'll we'll talk about the other college basketball highlights. There was other games, I guess. Okay. Okay. When we were talking about teams that could potentially beat them, we forgot about Florida State. We know they always have that one ACC one where you're like, come on, for sure. Uh, Cuse, like we said, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Getting Jeff Capels has a chance to pit. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, I mean, they they gotta go to South Bend in January. You know, that's a tough place to play a basketball game. I mean, Purcell Pavilion in the building. What up? They gotta shoot. They, I mean, Notre Dame usually shoots really well. So <laughs> I could. Uh, I feel so bad for Chris Mack because February twelfth is his first Duke game, and it's at Louisville, and they're gonna walk in that court. They're going to roll the ball on the floor. They're going to have a jump ball, and the game's going to be over. Louisville's going to win. <laughs> I got Louisville by five. By five. They're going to shoot the lights out. But, you know, kind of talking about your case, Carolina, I, I on on paper right now, it probably looks like Duke's a better team. I mean, oh, okay, on paper, it 100% looks like Duke's a better team. 
But it's a rivalry game. We, we have we have so it's a rivalry game. We have pieces. We're very deep. Mm-hmm. Very, very deep. Yep. Turnovers are our Achilles heel. Yeah, the best player in the country, obviously. Did you know that Luke May is the best player in the country? <laughs> I don't know. Did you read that? Yeah, I mean, I've talked so highly of him. Yes. For sure, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, he is just the ultimate, ultimate scorer. Mm. He is the ultimate defender at the same time. He is so I mean, good. Why do you guys honor Michael Jordan if Luke May played at your school? I mean, he, his name is going to be in the rafters. Yeah, actually, I think it probably will be. But... Well, it will, but... <laughs> Retired number, everything. Yeah. They might even name the court after him. Luke May Court. <laughs> Roy be like, now Luke, this is your time. Daggummit. <laughs> Daggummit. Luke, you got to get the ball to Nasir <laughs> and let Nasir do what he does. We, we, By the way, congratulations on not losing to Wofford. That, well, I mean, I'm almost nervous because usually we lose to somebody we're not supposed to. And we didn't do that yet, so... I need that. Yeah. Um, but we match up really well with them. Yes. We're going to have to play a four-guard set to match them, but that's what I do like with our chances is we can match them. I'm just thinking about the nightmare of when Luke May is guarding Zion Williamson like in isolation in Aikishkel. You know who's going to guard him. Nas is going to want to guard him. Yeah. Just like in that Jordan Classic. Do you think 7th Woods will accidentally like take his head off at some point? I, I, We... I don't even want him to play. <laughs> <laughs> He's great coming off the bench, but I, I want mean, Kobe. He is the ultimate balls life highlight reel guy. Was. Yes. <laughs> yes. He got overtaken by McClung. Oh, gosh. Who does what he does. And did what he does. Okay. That's one highlight. <laughs> it's a steal on a I'm fast break and a that. double pump. You still have that. Yes. You still have that. Yes. So, in case you're wondering if this is your first time listening, I asked last week on our show, can Zion Williams even shoot? Like, flat out was like, I don't know. He didn't believe it, and I had to let him know that uh-huh. he could. Uh-huh. And thankfully, what was that, like five minutes into the game? <laughs> if? If that? Yeah. And I went, He even right. held the hand up, too. Yeah. Like, he was like, fuck you, Tim. He was like, to hell with you, Tim Daniel. I told you I could do this. I was like, all right, you're right, you're and right. And he said, I can do everything else, too. <laughs> yes. So, I guess in closing of the Duke conversation, before we kind of go around and kind of look at other things... Um, national champions, or do they have the slip up? They're gonna have the slip up, but does that piss them off? This is a very driven team, yeah. So it's just it's just scary, man. I I feel like they're gonna have the top three picks in the NBA draft on that team. That well, and I'm really hoping the Chicago Bulls somehow end up in the top three. I know you do, man. With the new lottery rules, I mean, who do you want though? So this was another thing, too. My buddy, he's a big... He's actually a big Cleveland fan. Okay. And he said he wants Zion. I said, well, why not RJ? I would want RJ. I mean, no way wrong. If Zion Williamson drops to the Bulls... Right. And I have the situation where I have a team next year of Zach Levine, mm-hmm. Laurie Markin, and Wendell Carter, Zion Williamson, and whoever the hell you want to throw a point guard, mm-hmm. Kemba Walker. Um, <laughs> I'm cool with that. Right. I'm not sad about it. No. So I was thinking... Because I always think, too. That's good. Yeah. It's a good idea. I try. Yeah. Because um, we always talk about the G League now. I think this is going to be an ongoing thing as well. I think last night's game was a great argument for you mm-hmm. as far as exposure. Yep. Um, and I was just thinking, how does the G League combat that? 
<laughs> live on Twitch TV from some gym in Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> it's a high get, school, I think. If they do get some great teams like or players, what if they did like a YouTube stream? Yeah. Oh, well, actually, right now they're doing a Twitch stream, which is basically the same thing. Yeah. So, like, that's what I always laugh at, too, because, you know, do you want to play in Sioux Falls, South Dakota for the Heat? Right. Or do you want to play for Duke? Exactly. And that, like, I was watching that the whole time. I was like, well, there's that's the one argument, though, that they have, mm-hmm. is that that exposure is so huge. Yeah, and that, you know, getting to get all the coolest Nike gear and all that stuff is pretty nice. That is true. Yeah, so while we're recording, we are currently watching the hometown Cincinnati Bearcats play the Ohio State Buckeyes. Surprising. Buckeyes Surprising up in the game. lead, but looks like they're getting a lot of foul troubles. All the foul troubles. Um, so let's go around a little bit after, besides those two games, and kind of discuss other stuff from last night. Absolutely. Um, I guess we'll start with Romeo Langford. You know, the big Indiana recruit who was supposed to go to Louisville. Um, you know, someone had to play sports and get in the way of that. Um, <laughs> so... One Shining Pod when they're like when they were in Louisville, they actually I know I talk about them a lot, but I no. love their show and like it's awesome. And I got to meet Mark Titus, dude. It was shout so cool. Shout out to them. Yes, shout out to One Shining Pod for influencing this show a lot. Absolutely. Um, they took pictures at Louisville. They were like, we did all the monumental trips. We went to Porcini's, <laughs> <laughs> and they went to the they went to a, the dormitory where everything happened. That was oh. you know the one that was named after Rick's brother in law who died in nine eleven. Like. <laughs> Only Patina would be like, I'm going to use this to my advantage. Yeah, right. watch me. Right. So, anyway, um, Romeo Langford, IU, you know, his first game there. Impressive. Every The thing that I think blew me away the most, I knew about his athleticism. I knew he could score. Um, his transition game. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He picks his spots so well, too. Yeah, he does. Like, I mean, they played Chicago State. You know, but the way he got to the rim, that guy that tried to take, tried to take a charge, he jumped over him, basically. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, you know, the free throw shooting wasn't all that last night for him, but I think for his first game against a lesser opponent, right. uh, we really saw what we wanted to. Right. And his he, his his shot is so, it, it's pure. Yeah. So I don't know, I mean, what they're going to get. I think they're going to be in the tournament, Indiana, because mm-hmm. uh, the Big Ten's going to be rough. Mm-hmm. So he being on that team, you know, even if Indiana's not the best, they're a draw. They're going to make that Duke game must see TV mm-hmm. because of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I don't think he can necessarily beat those three by himself. This but he'll have thirty doing it. Yeah, like I think him and Trey Jones will be fun. Him and Zion will be fun. Him and RJ him going and RJ. back and forth will yeah. be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really impressive in the case of, it looks like two, what's really nice is everyone responds to him. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like he's the leader of the team already. Yeah. And I think with like everything we saw there from him mm-hmm. was a great, like I said, it was a great first test of what we could expect from Romeo Langford. Um, I still think lottery pick for him. Uh, me too. Um, but I think he could definitely creep into that next level because even on this Kentucky team, we really didn't talk much about them. Right. Um, I don't know if any of those guys are top 10 picks right now, per se. I think the best chance you probably have is Kelton Johnson. Mm-hmm. I thought Ashton Higgins would be so much better last night, by the way. Big stage. Big stage, you get waxed. It's just hard. It's hard to come back mentally. Yeah. but They got punched in the mouth. Yeah, and they didn't. I mean, they didn't know how to respond. No. No. And here we are trying to talk about the things where we are back at Kentucky. It's just, that game was nuts. I guess we really probably should focus more on Kentucky before we get to everyone else because we really didn't. We just talked about Duke. Uh, 
that's all there was to talk about. I know, but most of our listeners come from this state. So. Okay, cool. When do you guys decide that Coach Cal can't coach? <laughs> <laughs> I think he can coach to the last four minutes of a game. Well, he can't make adjustments. Okay, what adjustments was he going to make last night to make that game better? I, but Just traditionally, I feel like he just does not make the right adjustments in order to put the team in the right place. He can't. I don't know. It's. I mean, you're right. It's a hard game to try to get back into. But they have the talent. Yeah, I mean, they do, yes. But there was no adjustment they are going to make last night. Like like you said, like people were talking about, why didn't they play more sets? Because you would have lost by 60. Right. I I do. So there was somebody who said they wish they would have ran the ball. Got out a little bit, ran. I wish a little bit more freedom because I, I feel like they didn't push the ball as much. No, they didn't. They definitely ran a lot more. And it's really funny because I did say this Duke team is more of a UK, a UK team than what UK has this year. And, yeah, I mean, I guess when you're getting ran out the gym, literally ran out the gym because Duke has three people who can run the ball as soon as they get a rebound. They get a rebound and they're off. Yeah, I um, that's hard on defense. A lot of people are kind of saying that uh, Coach K outcalled Coach Cal, and I think that's kind of true, honestly. Yeah. Um. So I I think that I don't think Kentucky is necessarily bad. I just think that they played a team that was significantly better. Uh, it light years ahead of them. Yeah, and I didn't think I don't think they knew. I think they felt comfortable in this game. I think they felt confident. The thought of it was great. Yeah, and they go, okay, you know, we have the guys to match with these guys. And then, you know, probably about 10 minutes in, they went, okay, no, this don't. isn't our night. No, it was 10 minutes. Isn't I haven't nice. seen any Calipari press conferences yet. Has he found a way to say his team's not good yet, but watch out? It's the <laughs> probably. same same shit every year. It's like, every year. okay, we're not there where we want to be. No shit. But watch out. Come 10 weeks down the road, we're going to be ready. And it's like, okay, you guys just lost to Tennessee. Right. I expected, you know, and they were kind of like, Reed Travis is here. And it's like, okay, that's a great move. I I think it was a great move. Like, Reed Travis would be great when they play Zion Williamson. Did Reed Travis exist on the court besides getting in foul trouble? Well, they didn't. And that weird head bob thing he did? Here's the problem, though, is they didn't get him as involved as he needed to be. No, they didn't. He didn't touch the ball for the first half. Yeah. The one time he did, he had a three-point play. Right. Go inside out. Yeah. I mean, they can shoot. That was one of my biggest takeaways from the exhibition games is that Kentucky could actually shoot pretty well. Yeah, they can. And I kind of lean on the fact that I would play Emmanuel quickly over Tyler Hero. Kind of have Tyler Hero be the guy who comes off the, the first guy off the bench. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Because I thought that I think Emmanuel quickly kind of just makes things a little bit calmer. Mm-hmm. Like you saw last night when Tyler got the ball, it was like... He's a little frantic. Yeah. But that's because he's so... he's <laughs> He had gold in his eyes. He was like, I'm yeah. shooting. Yeah. That's what, that's what he does. I mean, coming off the bench... He could be a lot more calm. He can see the flow of the game and then get into there, and I think his offense will really come to him. Because I do think he's going to end up being one of their best scorers ever coming oh, I do to too. Kentucky. I, I think that he's going to end up being, you know, just really significant for them, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I'm looking at their schedule right now, just kind of see, you know, what they have coming up. And they've got a little they've got a little easy there for a minute. Right. You know, as they should, probably. As they should, coming off this game. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, let's try to see. So... Next, Southern Illinois, Friday, obviously. They don't really have a tough game until... Oh, my God, they don't have a tough game until they play Carolina. Right. And... That's going to be crazy, too, for that's them. That's in Chicago. Yeah, another neutral site. So, that good. the good news is you have Illinois, North Dakota, VMI, Winthrop, Tennessee State, Monmouth, UNC Greensboro, Seton Hall. Seton Hall's not bad. 
and Utah mm-hmm. to get ready for North Carolina. Right. So, like, you can find your team's identity in that time frame. You can find what roster, what lineups work. Mm-hmm. And That's going to be a big thing for them. Is yes. Really finding out who they are within those games because they should win. Now, what happens? Do you. Because obviously, they would be an over. It would be an overreaction to say that they're they're not good. I mean, I I'm a hater, but I'm not. I don't necessarily. But you're want smart. <laughs> I want. But if they lose to one of these other schools, then are you kind of? No, not yet. Not even. No, I mean, you got to think. What if they lose to Seton Hall? Seton Hall was a tournament team last year. They should beat Seton Hall, but I mean, is this team? Is this team? It's at the Garden. Are they mentally strong? Yeah, I think they're fine. They look so deflated. I mean, I know I'm. I'm trying to look on another side. Sure, it. I understand that, but I think that we're. I think we're kind of underestimating that they can still be okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think. I don't think last night. I think last night was just a case that they played a team way better than them. That's a hot team. Um, yeah, that like the most attractive team in college basketball probably since the 2012 Kentucky team, and yeah. I think right now. After one game, I don't think I have an issue saying I think I would take them over the 2012 Kentucky team. No. I think it'd be close. I would love to see Zion drive on Anthony Davis. That'd be awesome. Well, next year. I mean, will next year when he's wearing a Bulls jersey. <laughs> yeah. But and Anthony Davis would be like, I can go to Chicago? Yeah. That's not happening. No. <laughs> He'll be in L.A. I hope so. That'd be awesome. Um, so, final touch on Kentucky. A lot of work. But they're going to be fine. They need to bounce back. They need to find their identity. I'll give the Cal speech. We're just not where we need to be right now, but give us time. Come tournament time, these boys will be fine. They are who we thought they were. Yes. <laughs> maybe if they can hit threes, I don't know. Maybe that'll help their game a bit. I don't know. I mean, what what are your biggest takeaways from Kentucky last night as far as a positive outlook? Kelton Johnson. Right. I think he played really well. Um, How did they get to be... What adjustments do they need to make to be the number two team in the nation? Well, have Reed Travis touch the ball. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah, I think that's big. Um, Nick Richards is a guy I still, for some reason or another, am in high on. Mm-hmm. I still really believe he can be a good basketball player. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a lot of people seem to think he hates basketball. <laughs> well, you're playing the wrong. I mean, you're doing the wrong thing then, if that's the case. Yeah. What about uh, PJ Washington? Um, Sure. You know, I think because um, everybody, as far as a UK fan who I talked to, they were very, very high on him going into this game. Well, shit, you better be because he cost you the tournament last year. But I mean, okay, I don't understand how a kid from Finley Prep can't hit free throws. All right, <laughs> I don't understand this. I told you, I think it's because Cal does not care about it. No, at some point though, like, do you think he ever? Had, I mean, I mean, I don't disagree with you, but I don't feel like he ever like. P.J. Washington's free throws is ugly. The whole team was, though. Yeah, they were. And It's like, an issue. Yes, it is. And three-point shots weren't falling last night. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to look now. Thank you so much, CBS, for being cooperative with me today. <laughs> um, they literally shot... Awful is the answer <laughs> from three. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They were two-and-a-half-point favorites. Did you also notice, too, that the first half and second half scores were the exact same? That's weird. Yeah. Both halves were 59-42. So, Richard ended up with 22 points, but it was it didn't feel like it. Yeah. Garbage. You know, yeah. And Tyler here ended up with 14. Yeah. So, you know, that, that fights my argument. 
But I just, I don't know, man. Uh, I think they got to get a little more E.J. Montgomery in there, too. Right. I, it's a good game to go back and look and say, where did we fuck up? Where can we fix? Yeah, I have a feeling come Friday that when they play Southern Illinois Sisters of the Poor Western University. Oh, it's just Southern Illinois. My bad. <laughs> um, I think... Obviously, they're gonna win. That's not what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, I feel like they're gonna be pissed off. I feel like they're gonna like throw some alley oops. I really gonna... hope they do. I do too. I want this Kentucky team to be good. I do too. I want this Kentucky team to be a Final Four team, like people want them to be, because I want to see if they can conf- if they can take this Duke game and learn from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't the same team in to- like 2011 when they played UConn, Maui, like Kemba Walker kicked their ass, and then they go to the Final Four and lose by one. Right. Um, but. I think that, you know, I just, I think they're going to be okay. I think last night, I don't think they played a terrible last night. I just think they shot bad, and Duke... It's just blinded by how good Duke played. Yes. And it's hard for me to give UK credit because I'm a hater, so... Yeah, but, you know, we got to be respectful of our of our market. No doubt. Yeah, we're going to get tweets tomorrow, like, we got a tweet today, did you see that? Someone got really mad at us. <laughs> so we advertised the, um, so we advertised the episode for 48 minutes from wednesday mm-hmm. and in the thing like the segments uh that we, they put derrick rose's 50 point fluke oh, game yeah. and i don't know if you've seen this like you know i don't know if you've seen this derrick rose following on the internet it's nuts it's heavy people get really upset if you talk bad about him mm-hmm. so yeah. the conversation was you know, I know this is totally off topic. No, the conversation was about how do we how do we react to his fifty point game because of the sexual assault issues on top of everything he's gone through, and you know, like so it was like I think it's and my point was I think it's okay to be indifferent, and you know, some people are like, well, this was just his lucky game, and maybe it was, right? But yeah, people were not happy, <laughs> eh. and I give no poops. Yeah, I would say shits, but this is a college show. This is for children. Well, yes. <laughs> All right, so we talked about Romeo Langford. Um, let's talk about Penny's debut, man. Uh, Memphis yeah. in the building. I mean, they won against Tennessee Tech by 15. They should have won by a lot more. But I mean, you got a lot of things going into that. So. Yeah, Kevon Davenport, 30 points and 10 rebounds. I mean, that was nice. And then they had uh, Jeremiah Martin, who they leaned on a lot, who had 18 points and 4 rebounds and assist. And... I guess they played. I mean, they were up fifteen at half, and they kind of just stopped from there. Yeah, let it get. So, props to Penny for their first win. Um, Congratulations! Hell yeah! Keep building that recruiting class for next year. Yep, I know a certain guy who's probably really excited to see Memphis win last night. Yeah, and, and you know, you know that that was probably Penny Hardaway was probably the winner last night. Oh yeah, he saw the Kentucky game and he went, "All right, yep. I got this." Yep. There's actually a really cool article in Breach Report about um, the Penny versus Cal recruiting battle. You should check it out. It was okay. pretty solid. I dug it. Um, you mentioned it earlier. Mac McClung. <laughs> making his, his Georgetown debut. Had a good dunk. Had a solid 4 of 10 shooting <laughs> in 23 minutes. Was a In the plus-minus ratio, he was a 1. And he had a solid 8 points. Best player in college basketball right there, according to Ball's life. Oh, well, you know. Yep. Um, but he had a steal and a dunk. A big dunk, too. Ooh, man. Big dunk. Three-star recruits in the building. Watch out. Big dunk. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Trey Morning's there. Yeah, he is a senior this year. He had seven points. Okay. Right. 
So I think it's going to be another year before uh, Patrick Ewing gets his boys together. For sure. Yeah. For but I sure. think he's going to. Um, you, college basketball tournament darling, UMBC, <laughs> after fresh off their giant-ass victory over Virginia in the tournament, mm-hmm. lost by 25 to Marquette last night. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I know. I mean, I knew Jerry Slyles not being there was going to be a big difference for them. Right. And then... Nevada won. Yes. 86 to 70. The Muscleman. 86 to 70. What do you think about Eric Musselman? I'm not going to lie to you. I love that dude. Indifferent. I think he's fun. He's energetic. He's exciting. Right. He's slightly insane. Insane's good. Yes. Insane is good. Yeah. Uh, Michigan. Yeah. Getting a nice W. Yep. So. Your boy Bo Bo. Bo Bo, baby. Bo Bo. They won 84-57. Yeah. What do you have, 12-4 and four or something like that? He had 12-12. 12 and 12. Oh, 12-12. 12 12. My bad, Bo. Yeah. But he shot 4-12. Oh, my God, he had free throws, though. Wow. <sighs> That's why I didn't go to UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're going to lose all of our following. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I know it's kind of the first week, and that was kind of the games to talk about, but we got some stuff to look forward to coming up. Um... Games I really want to kind of touch on real quick that I'm excited for. Um, actually, the day this show goes up, tonight, we have Washington and Auburn in Auburn Arena in Auburn, Alabama. 25th ranked Huskies against the number 11 Tigers. Auburn is a guy, team that has a lot of people coming back. I think they're going to be really good. Mm-hmm. I also think they're not. <laughs> Bruce Pearl is going to get in the way of their success. He will find a way. So, Bruce Pearl is the ultimate speed bump. Well, yeah. And I heard he's the ultimate barbecue or two, from what I understand. But. <laughs> he's like this. I, I wish people could see this couch because he's the same color. As yes. <laughs> he's like Donald Trump orange. Ugh. And then, um, see, by the time we record next week, also any games we got to touch on. UNC Stanford, I mean, you know. Yeah. Memphis LSU. Yeah. I mean, North Carolina's got a really tough one against Elon. They're coming in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're coming in one and zero, okay. Yeah. So hey, I just out. want to make mention that Xavier won their first game too. Shout out to Xavier. Yeah, man. Travis Steele first W. Man, got a tough fight from IUPUI. Here's what I'll say about IUPUI, just so people kind of have like an idea. Um, I know, like when you look at it on paper, it's like oh, okay, IUPUI, whatever. They had four guys that sat out last year for transferring there. Mm. So they have they have a decent amount of talent. They play in the Horizon League, which is their league I cover. So I'm pretty familiar with the schools there. Ooey Pooey's always tough. Yeah. They always got a little something to them. They're kind of that team, too, that... You know, like, there's that team that always makes... That made a tournament run once. Mm-hmm. So, like... Like, you see George Mason on the sketch, like, oh, man, watch out for George Mason. They went to the Final you Four 15 to. years ago. You have to respect it. Yeah, like, 15 years ago, they were a Final Four team, so watch out for them now. Who was that little guard that Ooey Pooey had? Oh, God, what was his name? He was so good. Yeah. Damn, what, what was his name? I can't even think. I can't either. Because he had braids. He did. <laughs> he was <clears throat> he was a stud. Did um did Sister Jean's team did they get some did they get their w, get a W yet? I didn't check. You know I was listening to another uh, I can't remember what podcast it was. I'm, I'm listening to a many now, but <laughs> people were so pissed off. Oh, they won all right. They were so pissed off that they weren't ranked higher. I mean they okay I I don't disagree. So. They have a ton of kids that are coming back. Right. I don't think last year was a fluke. Okay, I know they beat Miami on a buzzer beater mm-hmm. in the tournament. But everything they did after that. And I really like Marquise Towns. I like him a lot. 
I love teams like them because they always make everything interesting. Yeah, but they're also that team that's like, okay, so when's your coach leaving? And what happens when they play a team like Duke, a team like Kansas, you know? Let's see what their schedule looks like, man. They got Nevada uh, in a couple weeks. Ooh, is that game on TV? How's that game not on TV? (laughs) Come on. Okay, like so. All right, Nevada is their only tough team on their schedule. See, I don't know. Richmond Spiders, baby. Richmond Spiders in the building. One of the dopest logos in college basketball. Rich what? Yeah. All right, man. So I think you know we got Maui's coming up in a couple weeks. So Xavier's playing in that, playing Auburn also. How do you think they're going to look there? Not ready to say good. Yeah. Um, I thought last night they could have played much better. I know I just gave IUPUI a ton of credit, but. Xavier is significantly more talented than them. For sure. And I think, you know, I feel bad. I mean, I don't feel bad for Xavier because they're, they're obviously going to rebuild. But this will be a rebuilding year, It will. I think. They'll probably do better than what they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the thing is, Xavier has high expectations now. Yep. And I would almost say people have high expectations for Xavier, too. Yeah. And then I think Travis Steele is the right coach. That was the right move. Mm-hmm. So... Overall, I think, um, and oh yeah, I covered uh, college basketball last night. I covered Northern Kentucky University. Watched them beat Wilmington, Ohio, one hundred and two to thirty-eight. Did they? Uh, did they continue their streak? Uh, actually, for about three or four minutes into the game. Oh wow! Yeah, That's and I cool. made mention of it. And as soon as I made mention, they missed a layup. Way to go, jerk! I know. So Don Owen from Northern Kentucky Tribune is just next to me at Media Row there. We, he was kind of joking with me. He's like, you and I are the ultimate jinxers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. I mean, that was history. Yes. And you squandered it. Ah, absolutely. So our show gets really ADD. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I don't hate it. Right. Um, but I really think we probably need to come up with some segments. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Like We're 40... really good at winging it. But... Yeah. Well, we need to know, you know, what everybody wants to hear, too. Yeah. So if you are continuously, by the way, shout out to Shot Callers. Mm-hmm. On their show Monday, Kyle and Ben giving this show a shout uh some rec. Um, you know, the goal of this show is not only to talk college basketball, to get you ready for guys going into the NBA draft, so we can give you extensive coverage on that. And I think we talked about ten guys tonight already that are gonna be in the NBA draft next year. They're all on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you're right. They are. Um so you know, this is the goal of the show, and so we are kind of like, this is literally our third episode, so we are looking to see how we can kind of get some more help and get some recognition, what you guys want to see from us. Um, we do. I do have some guests in the work. Okay. So that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll try to get some players on here, too. Yeah. I have some connections. As much as, uh, you know, college basketball schools will allow us. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're... Some ex-college players, too. Yeah, that was like a double entendre. Right. And not the Rick Pitino way. Ooh. Oh! I need to quit. That's okay. I can't. Patino sucks. Yeah. Oh man. So I mean, it's just hard. This episode's gonna be hard because obviously the biggest thing to talk about is is gonna be that Duke UK game. So. Yeah. Last thing you're gonna touch on for bounce. Um. Shout out our social media. Yes. Go ahead and do that at 48 Minutes Network N T W R K. So 48 Minutes Network without the vowels on the Twitters. We will get all of our updates. I saw today, apparently, um, our 48 Minutes Twitter account broke the news that there's talks of a trade between Zion Williamson and Jimmy Butler. I mean, <laughs> you know. That's solid. Yeah. I think that's a fair trade. It sounds pretty equal right now. Yeah. They probably get paid the same. So. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Zion's get paid in brotherhood. So In brotherhood, yes. In brotherhood. <laughs> Did you watch the ESPN Plus show yet? Mm-mm, I not need, yet. I don't have ESPN Plus. Right. 
but I need it. If anyone wants to send me a log on, yeah, you know, I'm down. I'll, 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 I'll give you props. We'll shout you but out. But I'll give you props by like using your burner Twitter account so ESPN doesn't cancel you. Right. Yeah, I'm respectful. I like that. Awesome. Well, everyone, uh, have a good one. I'm glad we're glad college basketball is back and we got the first taste of it. So we can't wait till next week. At least I'll never